Okay, we are in Sefer Hosea, Perik Yudbeis, Pasuk Aleph, Svobuni Bechachash Ephraim. And so, as we near the home stretch to the end of Hosea, again, the focus of the Navi's prophetic ire is, of course, the Ten Shratim, the Northern Kingdom. We know they were wicked from the first, from the first day to the last. So that even inspires the division of Mephorshim here. When is this prophecy to the ten tribes given? So some say it's at the beginning. They never got better. It's from Yeruvah Menavat. Others say it's the end of it, and it parallels Chizkiyot in Yehuda, which was the last golden age. Um, but no matter, it, again, they never changed from Yeruvah Menavat. It was a downward spiral, and that is what they are being punished for. So the Navi begins. Swabuni Bakachash Ephraim. You surround me with deceit. Ephraim, Ephraim, we've said, is the shorthand for the ten Shvatim. Ubumirma base Yisrael. And with deceit, a base Yisrael. Again, the ten Shvatim. This is interesting. The Yehuda owed Rod im Ale, the Imkidoshim Yamon. However, Yehuda is still Yirashamayim, as Rashi says. Um, Moshe owed Yirash Elohim. They are good. In Kedoshim Nehman, they stay faithful. They are sanctified. So this is to the ten tribes. Yehuda, you're doing wonderfully is the implication. Not for long, though. Ephraim roe ruach verode kadim kohayom kazav bishol yarbet. Ephraim, the ten tribes, they follow the wind as it were. Verode kadim, and they follow the east wind, which is the strongest of all the winds. And by what that means is the ruach is they go along with whatever they desire to do. But roe could also mean the Hebel they pursue. They just pursue nonsense uh, all day because of the showed Yarb. And it's not just enough that they're Bain Odom Lamakom. They pursue deceit and showed Bain Odom Lachavero exploitation, Yarbet, Uvrisim Ashur. And then they go make a treaty with Ashur. And as we've learned, this is unforgivable because if anything, they should know that their salvation isn't going to come from Assyria. It's going to come from the Kaddish Baruch Hu. So to go make a treaty with Ashur where you're paying them a fortune of money and you're giving them tribute is ridiculous. And as it turns out, of course, it was futile. They don't even show up. Uh, and to Mitzrayim, that other perennial enemy, they are sending oil, they're exporting oil, and they're exporting all their produce, which you're not allowed to. The Shemen is one thing you are not supposed to send, especially to Egypt. They are sending it. They are going into it. And again, they are paying them. They're bribing them. Uh, Rashi says it's Shochad. 
And the Radak says, it's bribery, sheer bribery to, you know, be our friend, be our ally. It's a craven, obsequious kind of toadying that they're doing. And of course, in the end, it yields nothing. Now, puzzling, puzzle Beriv Lashem im Yehuda. Literally, that means, and the Kaddish Baruch Hu has a contention, has a complaint with Yehuda. So we've just said that Yehuda's beyond reproach. Now we're saying, he has a, a problem with them. So Rashi explains it, uh, as we say, now that's the difference afterwards they follow. That's a short distance between the sins of Yisrael and Yehuda following. But Rashi says, "Alehim who magid es divrei rivo asher asolo achehem beis Yisrael." His his contention is with telling Yehuda the terrible things that Yisrael did. So which is it? The other mafurshim imply that no, Yehuda is not far behind uh, Yisrael in this. Yes, they're behind. Yes, they had better kings. They had golden moments of tshuva to the Kaddish Baruch Hu, but they are not without problems, as we're going to see. So, bereave Yehuda Hashem, who lived on Yaakov, Kedrochov, Kemalolov, Yoshivlo. And the Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to take care of them. They are going to be punished for their sins in due time. Continues. Now, the Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to give us a history going back to Yaakov. And the point is, it's going to show how he protected Yaakov. And so if anything, they owe him a debt of gratitude for what he did for their forefathers, as we see, nothing. They couldn't care less. So, in the womb, Yaakov, as we know, struggled with his brother, which if you think about it, as the Mephorshim point out, is miraculous. He's grabbing onto the heel of his brother. He has to go through the membrane, as it were, of his amniotic sac into Esau's to grab him. That's miraculous. Over Ono Sora Eselo Kim. And um, uh, with his uh, battle with the Kodesh who he, he overcomes uh, the, the temptations of Esau. By Yosher El Malach, then we see Yaakov has that tremendous battle with the Malach. Some say it's Malach Elohim, some say it's the Malach of Esau in that wrestling match by Yaakov. He triumphs, Bachav Yishanenlov. The Malach cries out to him to stop. Interesting phrase. This is the Malach speaking. We will meet at Basel. That's where Yaakov eventually goes and gives that offering there. We will meet at Basel and continue. V'sham yidaber imanu. And there the Kaddish Baruch Hu will speak further with us. So then we see the tremendous miracles formed for Yaakov, your father, and nothing, not an inch of gratitude or appreciation. V'ashem Hashem But Hashem, the Supreme Being, remembers uh, this is interesting. And you dwelt in your tents. Chesed umishvat shomer vekave elohecha tamir. In you, um, 
dwelt there with the uh, guardianship of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, the blessing of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, Tamir. And you will be returned to the tents. So, so is that good or bad? They're going to go back to their tents. So some say it is good that when they come out of Mitzrayim, they are shielded in the desert by their tents. Some say the Moadim, when they went to Yerushalayim, they were shielded by the tents. Others say, no, it's, you're going to be back in tents with your, as a punishment. In either case, now we switch to the sins of the ten tribes, not but they were just a corrupt, venal society. And its hands were the scales, the false scales of deceit. And we know that the Avera of scales isn't using them. Because they're going to argue, they, we never really used them. It doesn't matter. Having them is the Avera. But what it does is using them, you're, you're chiseling, as it were, pennies on each sale. It's my, but it's a corruption that eats into the soul of a nation. And you can't function as a society, the Kaddish Baruch would say. So, It loves the deceit. It loves the exploitation of its fellow human being. So Ephraim, the ten tribes say, yes, I grew tremendously rich. I found great wealth. That's one meaning of own. All my work, etc., I did not do it sinfully. I do not do it with sin, which is totally uh, inaccurate. But it's very interesting. Motsasi Om, I found uh, Om is, I found, could also mean I found a sin whereby to do it. And the Mephoshim tell us a very interesting Agadita with Yeruvam ben Nevat. Yeruvam ben Nevat, who of course can trace his lineage back to Ephraim and this Yosef, says that in truth, when they came to Egypt, the brothers, and it says so in the Torah, it says they say to Yosef, the brothers, we are your bondsmen, we are your slaves. Now figures Yeruvam in his calculating methodology, if they were the slaves to my ancestor Yosef, all that he owns, I own. Therefore, I own them, they're mine. So that was when it says, Motsasi own, as Yeruvam says, I have found that it is all mine. The treasure is all mine, they are all my servants. Continues on Yud, Banochi Hashem Elokecha Meeretz Mitzrayim Oda Shivecha Ba'olim Kimei Moe. That is where again he repeats, I will turn you to those tents. Some say Kimei Moe, like in the days of when you went to the temple where you dwelt in tents. It's not necessarily a bad thing, or it's in the desert when you will be protected. And some say, no, you're going to be reduced to living in tents. 
ודיברתי על הנביאים ואנוכי חזון הרבסי וביד הנביאים עד המאה. And you can't say you weren't warned. I sent you Nevi'im, one Nevi after another, as Rashi says, L'chocheach eschem, ulachzir eschem, l'mutav. And Nevi'yad ha-Nevi'im adamim. I gave those Nevi'im visions. I gave them jmut. I gave them mishalim, those parables that we all learn where the Nevi has commanded something. I gave the Nevi every instrument to warn you away from sin, to lure you away from sin. I gave the Navi every instrument, uh, a vision of mashal, of persuasion, and nothing, nothing works. Im gilad oven, very interesting, if you, im, it's if, if you want to know Gilad Oven, why was Gilad? Gilad, remember, is on the other side of the Yardane, the east of the Jordan. That's where Ruben, Shimon, Lechatsi, Shevet, Menashe dwell. They were the first to go. So the Navi says, in Gilad Oven, you want to know, why was Gilad the first tribe to be exiled, or the tribes that dwelt in Gilad? Achshav because they were <coughs> worthless in in Gilad. They were the Avodah Zara that was rampant. The Gilgal Shvarim. Now Gilgal is the first spot, the first Mishkan, first place Yehoshua reaches when he crosses the Yarding. There they put Avodah Zara. They put Avodah. Zara. That's where they built Temple Micha. There. That's where Yeruvim puts the first idol. They put Mizbeach's altars of Avodah Zorah, literally, says the Naviki, in every furrow in the land. There wasn't a strip of land where they didn't put a Mizbeach for Avodah Zorah. By Yivrach Yaakov, now we're going to go back again to your ancestor Yaakov, what I did for him, what I did for you, the guidance. And it should have been an example, and it's not. By Yivrach Yaakov, stay Aram, Yaakov fled to stay Aram, to the house of Lavan. By Yavod Yisrael, Beisha, he worked for a woman there, Ubeisha Shomar, and again, he seven additional years for another woman, we're referring to Leah. And all this, I guided him and protected him. And not only Yaakov, but I gave you when you came out of Egypt a Navi, specifically Moshe, as you And the Navi Nishmar, he guarded you, he carried you every step of the way miraculously. Nothing registers. Hichis Ephraim Tamurim. Ephraim will be punished for the great anger they caused me, for the contempt they showed, the dumb of Allah, the blood they shed, the killing of other people that they shed will be and the measure they committed it, that's the measure they will get back the punishment that is coming from me. And finally, that is how the Navi ends. There will, of course, as we complete the last two Prakim tomorrow, but as you see again, it is Beis Ephraim, the ten tribes, that again, no good from the beginning to the end. It was a failed 
totally failed society and deeply did they pay for their Avera. More tomorrow, 8.45, God come.